1: Thunders, drastically so. Uh, this is DC On Screen. Every week, Dave and Jason talk about the multiverse of DC properties on film and television. But be warned, if it's been officially released, you can expect they'll spoil it.
0: Welcome into DC On Screen, episode 489. This episode, we're going to be talking about Krypton, season 1, episode 10, The Phantom Zone, the season finale of season 1 of Sci-Fi's Krypton can't believe it's finally here like we we you know we actually we actually were pretty sure that the show was never going to be made
1: yeah for a long time
0: it took so long for them to figure out a pilot yeah and but oh my goodness we have a we have a full season of krypton under our belts i'm your host by the way david c robertson this is my co-host jason gums hello and before we jump into this review, I do want to point out that the cape with the DC on screen sigil is fading. So if you want to do us the favor of preserving our future, you can pop over to iTunes and leave us a positive rating and review. Don't let General Zod win.
1: <laughs> spoilers, I suppose.
0: Oh, we oh, we were going in on spoilers.
1: <laughs>
0: our friend Effie from Stealing a Remote said spoilers at the top of the show there.
1: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm
0: so uh now I will pull up the krypton i m d b so that I can actually remember the people's names oh <laughs> i I have lida and sedge mm-hmm. seg sorry sag yeah shut up and uh Adam strange that one's easy and the rest the rest of them are hard zod like I mean se- like what well, she, I know General Zod, but while I'm watching the show and they're like, where's Jaina? And I'm like, uh, "Who? I don't know. And I'm hitting pause and looking it up and going, oh, yes, Jaina.
1: Oh, that character. <laughs> yes. I understand her. <laughs>
0: like, I I finally got Daron Vex. I finally figured him out. And then and it then didn't like matter. Some, and then people were like, Nissa. And I'm like, who? I have to go back and... <laughs> man, these names are, It was just so hard for me to keep up with it. Like, I, I to figure out who these people were. Um... <laughs>
1: I mean, <laughs> they set him up as an Iago. He wasn't going to matter. He, he was uh-huh. going to come in, screw some stuff up, betray a few people, and be gone.
0: Mm-hmm. Right. Um, I still don't know the his friend in the bar. What is that guy's name? Kim? Is that right?
1: I think it's Kemp.
0: Oh, no, it's, it's Kim. It's Kim? i got the IMDB. Okay. Up. K-E-M. K-E-M. Gotcha. So, yeah, you guys will have to forgive me. I'm just, I'm not. I'm, I'm old and my brain still doesn't wrap around the whole Krypton thing. Yeah, but a lot of unfamiliar yeah, man, characters, I, dude. This actually wrapped up into a pretty solid season finale, right? Oh, sure. Like, I mean, it's a little Planet of the Apes, you know, Tim Burton version. When the, when the L sigil becomes like, I don't know if it became the Zod sigil or the uh, the Zod L sigil, whatever. Mm-hmm. But um, that was pretty cool because I was like watching Seg. Seg, I'm gonna keep saying Seg. <laughs> watching Seg, it's like your thing with. Uh, Saying Kara, instead of Kara mm-hmm. on the Super. Oh, absolutely. Um, I'm watching Sega I'll get pulled up into the Phantasome with uh, Brainiac, and I'm like, "But that, but that bastard Cape is still coming back. I don't understand." <laughs> and then, and then the sigil changed. I was like, "Oh!" And oh man, yeah. Like Zod, like given the, sp- and apparently it's funny to me that like Zod being in charge of Krypton basically means it's the future from Bill and Ted. Like all of those people were dressed like like nineties future Bill and Ted people. Um, Bet that's been too long. Even that chamber looked like the looked a little like the nineties Bill and Ted future thing. Anyway, nice. so maybe someone will remember that and be like, "Totally, man, rock on!" Maybe Dave.
1: there will be a reference in the new one,
0: <laughs> and I can catch up to you.
1: <laughs>
0: right. So yeah, I don't do. Do you buy that uh, Sega Zods? happy not completely oh was that crazy or did jaina like actually get kidnapped by her brother like was there a guy who had the weird eye thing oh like her brother was it, it the last we saw it's her? possible
1: it's for sure possible uh, like her fate i don't know i i think they just didn't have time to deal with it completely mm-hmm. and kind of left that one for uh for the future but she is uh she played a nice role of being like the person who when you get about 70 percent through this series which is easy to do since they did it in 10 episodes percentages are great mm-hmm. for this when you get about that that far in uh she's the one who points out no we can't trust him we can't trust no mm-hmm. he's he's <laughs> not he ain't good and he ain't a good <laughs> he ain't a good <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> i, re- I is, really like you know, it's- uh, Honestly, if you picked a character, I think, any given character in this season or series so far, I think I would say, hey, I really like their arc. hmm Like, seriously, the only criticism of the show is that it could have moved faster at times.
0: Absolutely. Like, that was my big thing. Like, I'm sitting there watching this show and going, I mean, normally I'll watch, like, CW shows and go, like, eh, they could have used 13 episodes instead of 23. <laughs> Here, I'm sitting there watching a 13-episode thing going, eh, they could have used seven, six, seven, eight, 7 or 8 episodes instead of 13. Like, uh, yeah, lots of long conversations in caves, you know,
1: one of the, (laughs) one of the things that confuses me about it though, is it's one of the more visually stunning shows in anything we cover. Mm -hmm. The Phantom Zone alone in this episode was gorgeous.
0: Well, I mean, Larry Fong can shoot grass grow, man.
1: (laughs) (laughs) It was, it'll be gorgeous. It all looked phenomenal. Like Brainiac ship looked Fantastic. Brainiac looked fantastic. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. There was no version of his character that I I, I didn't like. Like it, like the head of Rao, that's one of the creepiest uh pseudo deities I've ever seen.
0: Yeah, the the voice of Rao. The voice yeah. of Rao. Uh
1: yeah, that like
0: <laughs> like my my wife Bethany keeps calling it the face of Rao, and I totally get it. And <laughs> you keep calling it the head of Rao, and I'm like always trying to like restart my brain, going like no, no it's the voice, voice. of Rao. Like y'all are you guys are like fighting for like dominance of my mind.
1: No, but you're the <laughs> what perfect to call this creature. <laughs> but like the the head part is the part that I keep focusing on. Is like it's so creepy. Uh-huh. All the little faces around, and then you undo that, and it's uh, I forget the actor. Long forget the actor, but he did a great job. Um like i haven't seen his name since casting news came out and i, I mean, just haven't looked up imdb but he did a great job and he did a great job with these wonderfully creepy eyes and then they turned him into full brainiac and i thought oh my god i cannot believe we live in an age where i've got like this funny brainiac mm-hmm. five on one station and i've got like true creepy brainiac on another it's a it's a wonderful time right.
0: you know with with all the uh the face of Raoul mask and everything. I was like, Oh man, they're going to really, they're going to take off that mask. And this is going to be like a real, uh, you know, uh, reveal as to who this guy is, you know? But instead it wound up like Lex Luthor inside of Flash's body, just pulling off the mask and going, I have no idea who this is.
1: <laughs> <Yeah>.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I was like, at least, at least let it be some kind of legacy casting. I mean, Come on, Dean Kane or whatever. You know?
1: No, no, no. This guy <laughs> did a good job. What? I don't know who they turned away.
0: Oh my gosh! You know who should have been? Hmm. Should have been Tom Welling.
1: No. no, no, no. Too distracting. They were build. They were world building here. Like, just let them do it.
0: Yeah, that's fair. Not
1: a recognizable face in the crowd from <laughs> from my perspective. I I literally cannot remember anything I've seen any of these actors in before.
0: Yeah, I don't know of anybody from anything.
1: I got nothing. I mean, I could probably IMDb it again and find like, oh, yeah, I saw him here and him her here or whatever. I don't know. Mm -hmm. What I do know is at at this point, all those faces, they're those characters. Whether we can remember their names, different problem. (laughs) Uh Uh-huh. I mean, it worked for me. I don't think I'd have had it any other way.
0: I'm very interested to see uh, more of, um, I mean, I don't know if it was uh, Ron Proper, but I'd like to see uh, more of Sardath and, uh, oh, what what's his daughter's name? I can never remember it.
1: I don't either, but the uh, intermittent, Adam Strange's intermittent love in the interest of Adam Strange, yeah. Yeah. Um, Dude, for my life, I could not pull that name out right now. I,
0: I normally have it on the top. Well, I don't. I, I, I usually have, a tr- have trouble within, like, a letter or so of remembering her name. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to look it up. Go for it. Um, my mind is not what it used to be. But anyway, I'm I'm really interested in finding out like what his full story is because she was clearly like you know Alana. I, I knew it. I knew it. That was the name in my head, and I was like, I didn't trust myself. Um, yeah. So Alana was like, you know, you don't care about me or whatever. And oh, was
1: the the theme was very much I've seen you try before, and you failed. Mm-hmm. You failed me emotionally.
0: Mm-hmm. Yep. I I want to see the backstory of all of that. I
1: want to see what happened. I wouldn't mind it at all. Um, have you seen the theory online um, that like where he is right now? Have you well, have you seen the theory of where he is right now that people are? I've seen
0: the theory. Pitching? I've seen that people have theories. Sure, but I haven't looked into them because my own theory was that he existed in a in a in an Earth that had been uh, taken by Brainiac in the future. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know how else to interpret that.
1: That's the only thing I, I can come up with. I don't know how he would have like, gotten there is the crazy part. Like, I don't know how he I don't know. was from the future, hangs out in the past, and then ends up in his his own present tense in a future where Earth is taken over. And there's a Zod that looks like this version of Zod. Like, here's the only thing I know. That version of Zod went back in the past too. So the only people that we know have gone back in the past are Adam Strange and Zod. And those uh-huh. are the only people that appear in the future.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Now, I do love the theory that it's metropolis that he stuck in because it makes sense. Sure. And it would, it's just a nice touch kind of thing. Right.
0: I just, yeah, I just figured that Zod uh, wound up going to earth and imprisoning it uh, before, or, you know, after taking over Krypton, he goes to earth, takes over earth and then Brainiac somehow escapes and, and still takes Earth.
1: Yeah. I, the, it's not even if Brainiac escapes it. The thing that occurs to me is like, whatever it was that allowed him to jump, was exhausted. Mm-hmm. He ends up in his own present time and in his present, everyone else is frozen except him and the memory of Zod. Mm-hmm. So I do like the idea that like Zod is maybe on Earth at the time and Brainiac keeps his promise that he'll keeps he he'll spare Krypton but eventually does take Zod himself.
0: Kind of well, well, like that, that idea. Well, not he takes Zod. It was just a statue of statue. Zod. I just, just like the
1: be, idea yeah. that he happened to be there at the time <laughs> and that Brainiac kind of has a revenge. Sure.
0: Sure. Well, like maybe Zod. Uh, maybe like Zod taking, getting greedy and taking over Earth causes Brainiac to come to Earth in the first place and take the city that Zod is in, as uh, you know, revenge.
1: Oh, uh, yeah. Because we know that'd be that, nice. Like,
0: because we know that like Brainiac's next world was not Earth. Yeah,
1: they pointed out it's something point four four hundred point nine or so, whatever. O- sigma. O- something?
0: Omicron. Some S- omicron sigma something. I don't yeah. know. I don't. <laughs> I think the word sigma
1: was involved. I don't know. There's a lot of language in here. Uh, but. This is the other thing that's confusing about it is uh the cape still exists which means mm-hmm. Kandor falls which means Krypton falls or if it's not mm-hmm. Kandor, I don't know, Argo City, whatever. The the planet falls.
0: Not necessarily. Well, true. Yeah. The cape could just be like different offspring a... going th- going to Earth. He could have go to he could go to Earth as Zod's own general his emissary. like taking an ar- his emissary or general taking a, an army with him. Of Sagittarii to take over the Earth.
1: I hadn't even thought about that. Yeah, you're absolutely because
0: right. Because Zod no, know- because Zod knows that like one of his big things is he wanted all the Kryptonians to have the powers of of the the Yellow Sun. Yeah. Even if the even if Krypton had not even that that, has that to could fall. be
1: Zod's cape at this point. Like, yeah, Zod and, himself. Uh, you
0: know, even if like if Krypton has to fall mm-hmm. for whatever reason. Because I didn't see, like, I heard, I saw some people saying, like, oh, Brainiac sabotaged it. Maybe, maybe not. But, you know, even if... Zania, like, Brainiac uh,
1: is a calculating... Yeah. Dude, he could have it, made like, it
0: to where Krypton had to
1: fall. But, like, even as he's being sucked up into the Phantom Zone, he doesn't look too panicked. Mm-hmm. Which, come on. No. A, a guy who's been around for a while in this version maybe doesn't look right. too panicked. I can live with that. But mm-hmm. even if it's a desperate reach... Mm-hmm. He still grabs a pretty important object and changes the outcome. Like he apparently is still calculating things as he's been, as he's being sucked right. up into the Phantom Zone. So,
0: I mean, I maybe I just missed something. I didn't see where it was like implicitly stated that he causes Krypton to blow up, but that makes sense. Um, I mean, it's been written into canon or into various canons before that uh, that Brainiac takes a city and then like also causes that. Uh, civilization to fall through the, blowing up their planet because he doesn't want anyone else to. Well, in this version, civilization they, to... they
1: hit it several times in this version. Mm-hmm. Kandor's absence destabilizes the planet and it's all over. Yeah. Mm
0: hmm. But I mean, even, even if he doesn't do, if he doesn't get to take Kandor, he could have still like sabotaged it somehow. But Easily. Zod wanted to, yeah. Zod wanted to take everybody to earth anyway, because he wanted to give them all powers.
1: Yeah. At the very least, I hadn't even thought about that when I saw the, the crest, you know, change. Uh,
0: mm-hmm.
1: He's giving this extremely, uh, it's not even militaristic. It, it, it's like this, <laughs> we're going to take over the universe kind of speech. It didn't occur to me that, like, yeah, maybe he takes over the universe by actually going himself and taking over Earth and mm-hmm. embodying, the, you know, yellow sun powers. Mm-hmm. Easily could be what's happening.
0: Yeah. So we still have a doomsday. Doomsday's breaking yep. out. And uh Val didn't seem to be too happy about a version of Doomsday getting out he kept when he saying saw it's the future. <laughs> yeah. We don't know what happened to Fetus Vex. Fetus
1: <laughs> um. <is> Vex. That's <laughs> <laughs> Presumably safe. And yeah, presumably. the idea of like Nissa Vex and uh Jaxor in the same room is mm-hmm. frightening. Mm-hmm. We don't that, know where Nissa is. That's Nissa's, a lot of like, cunning in the same room.
0: Like, we know Nissa and and Jaxor show up and hang out with Val for a minute, and they're probably going to be the people to, like, try to turn this shit around next season. Yeah. But, like, I, I'm not sure what the implication uh, was necessarily of, like, by the way, you're a clone because your body was too wrecked from a thing. She's, like, sobbing uncontrollably. I'm like, I think I would be like, hey, that's pretty cool. Oh, no. Wait, you, you have a clone? Oh man, I'm like Wolverine or something. Yeah. I've got uh, well, it's implanted not like you're memories. A Wolverine.
1: It's like you
0: Well, with the implanted memories I am.
1: <laughs> it's more like you're just thrown into um a fresh body with the idea that you're you. Yeah. It's like someone wrote your code and just said, yeah, here you go. Ah. That is frightening. Like it's not even that someone took her I don't remember what age they said when the skimmer went down. Let's assume she was mm-hmm. 10. It's not like someone took your 10-year-old memories and transferred them to a clone body and just said, hey, go about what your day, and we'll just forget the skimmer. Ex- it, it, we'll rewrite that. It's more like mm-hmm. there was just enough neural activity, and we put it in a clone body that was a blank mm-hmm. slate, and then we implanted this amount of your history, and then here you go. Yeah. and then they kind of spin the idea and in the course of it I don't like this though like uh Jack Sir's idea was we can erase disease like we can we can keep people alive and apparently the elite used it to just keep themselves alive yeah kind of in their situation obviously how that would go to be honest sure sure and I'd, i it makes sense to didn't... me that like someone would just be super pissed that they're just like a clone with a vague neural connection to their own actual original self and feel lied to that tracks.
0: Yeah. I mean, I'm sure. I mean, I absolutely think some people would be bothered by it. I'm just saying, I don't think I would be, (laughs) I feel like I'm just a body that someone wrote some code and threw, threw the code into anyway. Like, (laughs) I (laughs) I don't necessarily feel much different than that concept.
1: I mean, as fun as that idea is to explore, any version of a reaction to it. Uh uh-huh. huh. kind of justifiable.
0: Sure. I just I I I can't
1: help but wonder Like if you if you went through exactly what she did and thought, Oh my god.
0: I just I our hope science they have something is great.
1: I'm still alive. Well yeah. and, and we're excited about
0: <laughs> it. Yeah. yeah. That's kinda how where I my brain was really, but Uh, I really hope they have a good, a good storyline for that worked out or something, because if they never go back to it, I'm sort of like, well, who the hell cares? She already knew that her dad was a liar. She's already turned against the guy. I mean,
1: well, I think that's the point though is, uh, cementing that. Well, Jaxer, like she sees that she has kind of betrayed what she was born into. And then she goes back for her child Mm hmm. What was uh, what was his name? Yeah, whatever his name was doesn't matter yet.
0: Fetus Vex. That's what I remember. Fetus
1: Vex. <laughs> oh, Carvex. Corvex. 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 That sounds good. Uh, <laughs> Corvex must live. Like he goes back. Uh, she goes back for him and is super protective of that. Like I like the idea that Jaxer sees that she has actually changed and still kind of calls her Like you don't think people can change and even sees Nissa kind of. She kind of bucks that idea even even in being confronted with that idea. Like it's it's kinda kinda nice. Mm-hmm. Like there there may be a lot to their story that could be a lot of fun.
0: I know there are a lot of people already shipping them over Lada and Seg. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I Which is comical to me. There has to be something. There's I don't know. There's not a Vex in that family tree historically. Mm-hmm. Bottom line is I think Fetus Vex is fine and and this is new mentor is definitely <laughs> jack soar
0: uh-huh sure well i i hope the next season like is is better like i hope it's faster paced um i hope it's easier to follow like it, it wasn't like terribly difficult to follow it was just so slow that i would kind of like drift out a little bit you know what i mean oh, i felt for bad sure. because what they did uh well they really did well you know what yeah. i mean? Like. When I was like, when it was engaging, it was super engaging, and then it would just like, I don't need another strange clan of like Nordic Kryptonians in a cave somewhere, <laughs> you know? Yeah. <laughs> Guarding a doomsday like. Uh, and we
1: didn't thing need any of that. that? It's it's not even that I didn't need that. It's it didn't end up really mattering. Yeah. Doomsday's but, out. Uh, like and uh, let's like the little girl. I can't remember her name for God's sake. We've addressed Ona. that. Oh, well done. So we remember the name.
0: No, I'm no. I I am sitting here with an IMDb. You've got I've that it like okay. twice, two or three times. Like I, they don't have a. There's no casting for fetus vex. I,
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean the little, uh, the little uh, acolyte. The uh,
0: yeah, oh, that was heartbreaking. Voice of
1: Ra acolyte. Yeah, it was heartbreaking. It was a great oh. scene. Loved everything that happened with her and Kim, but mm-hmm. it was ultimately like not something that maybe goes into season two. Sure, that's it was I don't... a lot of but... it was it was good. It was really good. Mm-hmm. But it's something we spent a lot of time on and all I all I really know is that like at the end of that, Kim just kind of thinks like I couldn't even save her. And then he's mm-hmm. in a line of conscripted soldiers. Like, that's
0: yeah. Well, I mean, all the rankless were yeah. Like I kind of dig that that like Zod was just like you know what? Oh, that's These totally rankless, what he did. I'll f- totally. Yeah, I'll he, find he, a.
1: Th- those are warm bodies, man. Put a they're gun gonna in their be, hand and threaten them.
0: They're gonna be cannon fodder. That's yeah. what they're gonna be.
1: Even like Kim's little disdainful look when he's handed the helmet. Yeah, like mm-hmm. I like that guy.
0: Which I mean, what else are you gonna do? Like. Light sent like an entire squadron to to Brainiac, like everybody they had left, and he just like killed them all with his palm, flick of a, fl- yeah, a flick of a finger, you know. Yeah.
1: Just wished them dead. Yeah,
0: I'd like a little clarification on on that, but I guess he's into all of their systems and everything.
1: Mm. I mean, you say that, but he flicked his he's finger apparently... and threw
0: Seg across the room,
1: yeah, and telepathic, telekinetic, and telecibernetic. I don't, I don't know. Apparently, he's got all these. Abilities in this version.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, he looks badass, so I'm gonna buy it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> he looks badass, and he sold it.
0: Yeah, he did. He sold it.
1: That was a good actor. they good had. Good job. Yeah. I liked where he paused. <laughs> I I couldn't name an example of this, but I liked where he paused when he was gonna say words.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: I just remember. His
0: name is uh, the guy's name is Blake Ritson. Good job, Blake. He was also the voice of Rao. <laughs> like As- that was actually. His face. So he, Brainiac just became like a green version of that
1: dude. Oh, yeah. No, yeah. You can see it in makeup.
0: Eh, I couldn't quite tell in the makeup, honestly.
1: I could. Had to do oh. with his mouth area. It was the mouth, area. The mouth yeah. area. You could see it.
0: I'm glad you could. I could. Good job.
1: Thank you. Also,
0: I'm not as good or smart as you.
1: <laughs> At least we have that <laughs> under control. <laughs> it's good to know where we stand, huh? At least we know that. Going, going, you know into things where i will continually harry myself yeah sure Mm -hmm. nice to have this moment
0: (laughs) this magic moment Mm -hmm.
1: and then i'll forget something within 10 seconds it'll be great by the way uh one of my favorite things possibly about the season Mm -hmm. kind of bookending like the appearance of the cape and the reappearance of the cape Mm -hmm. with that theme
0: john williams theme
1: the classic john williams orchestra theme
0: hmm
1: There's not a version of that where it appears and that appears on screen and I hear those notes that doesn't just make me kind of whimper a little bit as a physical human being. I will I will mm-hmm. always just kind of quiver. It's just it's just I don't know. Built into me.
0: Yeah. I think that theme may have may have tricked me into thinking that Justice League was a better movie than it was.
1: <laughs> Sincere,
0: <laughs> uh, sincerely, like I think I may have just like heard that and went, Yes, daddy.
1: It's possible. I I don't know what kind of programming worked on some of us and didn't on others. I don't I don't know. But what I do know is every time I see that I melt a little bit. Here that. Same with Sorry. the
0: Elfman uh, so same with the Elfman Batman theme. I'm just they had both in Justice League. So I think that might explain a little bit what happened to me. Yeah. But um yeah, I thought Krypton, Krypton like is not a. I overall I have not looked forward to it like any episode, but I've always been like kind of like all right, that was pretty good. It's just one of those weird. It's <laughs> one of those weird things where like I just I, I don't look forward to it, and then I always enjoy it somehow. I think it's just a, a product
1: bit. of there being so much that we're a little exhausted.
0: Maybe it is like it is a premise that like I don't expect it to go into any unknown. Uh, ter- uh, or uh, uh, and uh, uh, uncharted territories. Like I don't expect it to be like, well, guess what? There's no Superman now. And that's how <laughs> the show wins. Like, I don't expect that at all. Yeah. That's the I, thing
1: that we've been bored by is, and I'll give the show credit. I, we've been bored by the idea that like, yeah, Superman exists. That's your stakes. And then they introduced a few characters mm-hmm. and over 10 episodes, they did built in like, uh, I do kind of care about these uh, about these characters. Like, it, mm-hmm. They did make them matter. And sure. now they've kind of made the appearance or disappearance of Superman in the future ambiguous.
0: Mm-hmm. We
1: don't know what actually caused him to appear or disappear. Mm-hmm. It's kind of the best they could have done.
0: Yeah. I think it's a, it's a show with a very, very flawed premise. Um, I mean,
1: as far it's... as my emotional connection, sure. But I think that yeah. they... I think they did the best they could have with that premise so far.
0: I mean, I don't think they did the best they could, like well, I said. We're still I don't talking need about Nordic. Uh, yeah, I don't and I don't need Nordic Kryptonians in caves. I just don't. <laughs> I mean, there's just like there's just like a bunch of Kryptonians with like spears going I, mean, I don't I don't know what any of that is. I don't I, I don't know. I would what have really enjoyed that.
1: it if it mattered, but all that <laughs> amounted to was that was like an entire episode of, of a group of people that their entire purpose was to be the entity that let Doomsday loose, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's all that ended up being. Oh, man.
0: Yeah. I feel like they could have cut out a few episodes, but I feel like that about everything these days, I guess. <laughs>
1: you know? It's, even being a fan of all these products, it is it's adding up buddy
0: it really is i'll uh I'll watch season two obviously though like I will oh yeah. it wasn't it wasn't it wasn't a bad show it's pretty
1: good no damn good visually stunning at times visually stunning and I shouldn't even say at times it always looked good and then at times it was stunning like there wasn't uh-huh. a moment where I thought this looks like a bad like this is a bad shot yeah this is a the cinematography the effects on the show were Honestly, like, for all the shows we watch, if they all lived up to the, what this show just pulled off in 10 episodes, it'd be an entirely different caliber.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, I guess I messed up earlier and said that Krypton was 13 episodes and it was really just 10. I forgot about that again. I keep feeling like it was 13 episodes. It was Pacing, 10. Pacing, y'all. Pacing. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, well, I wound up caring about uh, Segel and all these people a lot more than I thought I would for for sure.
1: I did. I ended up caring about several of them. Like by the end of the pilot, it's it's um, mm-hmm. didn't take an entire season. It was it was no. it was a good season, man. It was a good show. Yeah, more than I was all expecting. Right, I and I I have to admit, due to circumstances beyond their control, some of my expectations were lower than that they were mm-hmm. deserving of. And uh, yeah, mm-hmm. they still fulfilled those. Still made me pretty. All happy. All right.
0: Well. I think that's all about 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 all I have. What are you? How are you feeling? I'm good. <laughs> all right. <laughs> all right. So we're DC on screen. You can find every episode for free at DC on screen dot com. We are <laughs> we are uh, contactable through DC on screen at gmail dot com or we're also on Twitter at DC on screen. Uh, you can also find us on Facebook at DC on screen, Instagram DC on screen. It's a pattern here. Mm-hmm. And if you do uh, enjoy the show and want to help us out, help other people find us, again, pop over to iTunes. We'll have that link in the show notes. Give us that review, that positive rating and review. Tastes like candy on my tongue. Sure helps. It absolutely does help. Anyway, um, I I don't think we have any more reviews for a series fina- or season finales um, until Supergirl in June. Yep. It's like almost a month away yep so um what's gonna happen is we're gonna do like a big ass news episode coming up yeah but until that time keep some DC on your screen Our opening narration was from Dan Jurgens The History of the DC Universe, Part 3 of 10, as featured in DC52, Week 4. It was performed by me, David C. Robertson. Intro music by Jason Goss and Michael Shackelford. Michael's band, Future Elevators, could be found on Spotify or future-elevators.com. Our introduction was performed by Effie Ophelders of the fantastic podcast Stealing the Remote, which lives on SoundCloud. It can also be found on iTunes and Stitcher. We are proudly in partnership with TV Time. TV show calendar and social media site that lets you keep track of what you're watching, what your friends are watching, and where you all left off. DC On Screen is a Maladjusted production. Visit Maladjusted.tv for more from me and Jason, including sketch comedy, an improvised web series, vlogs, parodies, and more.